Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Indian companion Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Swan Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'll still The recent rain had made the mountain trail north of Bagley's Ridge a muddy patch. Dan Reed and Tonto rode slowly on their way to meet the Lone Ranger in a nearby camp. For some time, the Indian and Dan had watched deep ruts made by the recent passage of a heavy wagon. As they rounded a turn, they found the wagon deep in mud, stuck fast. While the driver shouted at the horses, two other men strained and heaved in an effort to move the wagon from the mud hole. Hi there, can we help you? I sure appreciate it, son. Come on, Tondo. We get him out. Yeah, we were just coming from town and found this gent stuck in the mud. Oh, aren't you with him? Oh. Me and Pete here was riding the other direction. I should have known better than to take this shortcut. They told me this mountain trail might be bad. All three of us couldn't budge that wagon. It sure is mired down. You going to Bagley's Ridge? Oh, I am. Uh, these men just come from there. How we go about this, Tonto? Hitch our horses to the wagon? No, Dan. You grab one wheel, me take this one. Fellas push on back. 
and him hold reins. Come on, boys. Let's go. Uh, get ready. You ready, Dan? Right. Everybody set? Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Uh, Come on. Come on. Get it. Get it. A little more. Coming down. That wasn't bad. Uh, I used to stay in center of road and you'll not have trouble. I'll sure try. I guess you won't need us anymore, mister. Mont Pete, we'll be on our way. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm sure obliged to you, men. Thanks for stopping. Glad we could help. Goodbye. 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 Get up there. Come on. Is there anything more we can do for you? No, thanks. I guess I'm all set. Hope I can help you out someday. Uh, my name's Jim Dare. Jim Dare? I've heard of you. Oh, you have? You're the balloonist, aren't you? That's right. Golly, Tunnel, I'll bet he has his balloon in the wagon. Is that right, Mr. Dare? This was the only wagon I could rent near the railroad. It's too heavy for this trail. You're going to make a flight in Bagley's Ridge, aren't you? Yep, that's right. They're having Founder's Day celebration. From what I hear, old Bill Bagby himself will be on hand. We heard about that. In fact, we're going there, too. You are? Well, uh, you'd better ride on ahead of me. I'll have to go slow. We're stopping off near here to meet a friend. Oh, I see. Well, I'll get on the way, then. Get up there, boys. Get up. Golly, Tunnel. Imagine meeting the balloonist. Ah. What's the matter, Tano? Why are you examining the trail? Two men on horses. Them say them come from town. That not true. No? Two fella come some same way as wagon. You mean they were riding along with a wagon when it got stuck? That's right. Well, why should they pretend that they didn't know the balloonist? Tano, this looks kind of funny. Maybe we better tell the Lone Ranger. The tracks that aroused Tonto's curiosity were to play an important part in events of the next few days. Dan and Tonto left the trail to meet the Lone Ranger in camp. A couple of hours later, the three were riding along the muddy trail toward Bagley's Ridge, following the ruts of the heavy wagon wheels. Tonto suddenly signaled a halt. Oh, Scott, open the horse. He dismounted and examined the ground. The Lone Ranger saw that the tracks of the two horsemen came in to join the wagon tracks from the side of the trail. Those tracks made by the men you told me about, Tonto? Ah, them same feller. That proves there's something funny about them. Why did they try to make us think they were riding in the opposite direction? I wonder. You can see what they did. When they left us, they started away from town. Then they circled and came back to the trail right here. Them same feller. There's no mistake about that. For some reason, they don't want anyone to know they're traveling with that balloonist. They look like a couple of crooks. That so, Dan? Yes. They were mighty shifty looking. Well, we'll shove on. Maybe we'll learn more about them when we get to Bagley's Ridge. Bagley's Ridge had been founded by old Bill Bagley 25 years before. Bill's big home was at the end of the main street. Bagley spent most of his time gazing out the window at the activities of the town. He felt a personal interest in every detail of it. He'd prospered as the town grew and had accumulated a huge fortune. He had everything that money could buy. But Bill Bagley was unhappy. I fixed your supper on a tray, Mr. Bagley. With your rheumatics acting up, I thought it'd be easy for you to eat here. Oh, put the tray down, Maggie. Well, I hope everything's cooked the way you like it. Why? Why? Well, uh, I take a mite of pride in my cooking. Oh, that's it. I knew there had to be a reason. But, Mr. Bagley... You don't care if the food sets easy in my stomach. Just the pride in your cooking. No, you're just working yourself into one of those moods again. My moods won't bother anyone much longer. 
soon you can find another place to work. Oh, no, Mr. Don't Bailey. act like you'll be sorry. There ain't anyone in town that'll care when I go. No, that ain't so. You're kind to me because you work here. Lem Collins comes here once in a while because he figures I'll leave him some of my money. Lem never gives a thought. Don't tell you. me, Maggie. I know people. How many in this town would bother speaking to me if it wasn't for the fact that I've got a fortune to leave when I die? There's any number of them. Hmm. You're always like this when you sit for a time thinking over things. All I got to do these days, think. No one ever comes to talk unless they want something. Speaking of your money, it's the talk of the town that you won't put it in the bank. Why don't Maggie, you? Maggie, don't start that again. I'm keeping all my money where I can get my hands on it. It's all I got. Money is my only friend. It's dangerous to have all your money in the house. Oh, but you're upset in your ways. Let me set this tray on your lap. I don't know as I want anything to eat. My sake, someone's in a hurry, ringing the bell and rapping the door at the same time. Chong will let him in. You stay here. Yes, Miss Bagley. Is it all right, Miss Bagley? Is what all right? I, uh, I wanted to speak to you. Well, you going to stand there on the far side of the room and gape and gawk or come in here where you can speak? Uh, Lem Collins, you got the darnest way of acting afraid when you come to say anything. Uh, how you feeling, Mr. Bagley? I'm... Did you run all the way here and get yourself plumb out of wind, then hammer on my door and jangle the bell just because you wanted to ask me how I felt? Well, uh, no. No! You don't care how I feel, do you? Uh, why, sure, but I... Uh... You come here to ask me something. Well, out with it. Uh, Mr. Bagley, I, uh, uh, me and the boys was talking. Next week marks the 25th birthday of the founding of Bagley's Ridge. Yeah, what's there to celebrate? Well, I, uh... Well, what'll it cost me? Oh, now, Mr. Bagley. Well, come on, Lamb. I know you're wanting money for something. Founder's Day. <laughs> well, tell me your plans. Well, last year the town of Pine Flats had a 4th of July celebration. Some of the boys was there. And the way they tell about... Snapper's just outside the door, and he can tell about it better than me. Should I bring him in? Oh, so you brought a gang along to help you wheedle something out of me. Well, I only... Bring him in. Yes, sir. Uh, Come on, Snapper. Mr. Bagley will listen. Well, Snapper, you got your speech rehearsed? Yes, sir. Uh, That is, uh, I mean... uh... Go on, go on. It was terrific. It was the slickest ever. Dancing started the night before, dancing till dawn. The cannon booming, crackers popping, guns a-boxing. Waste of powder. Go on, go on. Then a horse show. Then the feed with a 400-foot table fair to groaning with a load of grub on it. And a pack of speeches, I expect. Uh, 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 table, 400 feet. Uh, I won't interrupt again. It just throws uh, your speech off. Uh, t- table. Uh, uh, grub. Oh, yes. Then there was toast. Toasted the Declaration of Independence. Toasted the state. Toasted the president. Toasted the army and the navy. Toasted the ladies. Oh, toasted... skip that toasting. Then what? Bonfires at night and more dancing. Uh, you never see such a time. And that's what we want for Founders Day. The boys are chipping in to pay the cost. You mean to say you want me to foot the bill? Oh, we'll uh, stand the cost. What? But you see, we want to outdo Pine Flats. We're having something special. Oh, <coughs> what'll that cost? Hundred dollars. For what? Mr. Bagley, we got a man to make an ascension. A what? Ascension. Wind of the skies. Balloon ascension. You see, Mr. Bagley, we heard you say once that you'd like to see one of them balloons go up. Yep, Lim, you're right. I've heard him say time after time again. Well, along come a letter from this here balloon fella. Seems that he'd heard about our celebration somewheres, and he offered to do it cheap. Oh, good. Uh, uh, What do you call cheap? I suppose you want me to foot the bill. Oh, no, Mr. Bagley. He offered to do it for $100. We've got almost that much raised already. $100? 
It seems awful cheap for a balloon. It'll hardly pay the man's expenses. Well, that's why we grabbed the offer. Now, uh, will uh, will you come to the celebration, Mr. Bagley? Well, the, uh, <clears throat> the town would sure be mighty pleased if you'd be the guest of honor. I ain't been out of the house for a long time. But I'd sure like to see that feller go up in the air. Of course, he'll be guest of honor, Lem. That'll do him get good. good now, Maggie, you mind your own darn business. I'll make up my own mind. Sure, Mr. Bagley, you think it over. I don't have to think it over. I'll go to it. And before you ask it, which I know you're going to, I can tell you're going to, I'll pay the rest of the money you need to make up the hundred. Oh, gosh, Mr. Bagley, we weren't going to ask you to do why, I why? know, I know. You don't have to stand there stuttering. Well, anyhow, we're glad you'll come. So, come along. Uh, hurry up. Yeah. Well, goodbye, Mr. Bagley. Evening, Miss Maggie. Goodbye. I'll see he gets there. Good night. Good night. Well, now, ain't that nice of them folks to do all that for you? All they wanted was to make sure they'd have enough to pay that balloon man. Really, now? Sometimes I think you're just plain sour on the world. Mm, no. That money of yours is almost a curse to you. Anyway, you're going to that celebration if Who I... Who said I to... wasn't going? Maggie, if you don't start minding your own business... Sunset when the Lone Ranger, Dan, and Tonto neared the town of Bagley's Ridge. Straight up, Bo Silver. Dan, you and Tonto go on into town. I'll join you later. Aren't you coming with us? No. I'm going to look for the two men who said they didn't ride with a balloonist. Maybe we'll see them in town. I can't deny it again. Their tracks have been seen alongside the balloon's wagon for the past five miles. You won't see them in town, Dan. How do you know? Look at the trail a few yards ahead. Huh? Two fellers leave balloon feller again. Yeah, so they do. They didn't go on into town with Dare. They've ridden to the west. They're sure a mysterious acting pair. What do you make of them? I, I want to know more about them. Uh, me follow tracks? Yes, yes. See if they've camped nearby, Toto. Ah. The Frontier Day celebration is going to be held in the valley beyond town. Well, uh, Dan and I'll make camp on the west side of the valley. Me join you there, huh? We'll mark a trail so you can find the camp. That's good. Get him up, Scout. Why don't Tano go with us? Uh, we'll go where we can keep an eye on the balloonist, and I wanted Tonto to go on away. Do you think he's up to something? I, I don't know, Dan. There must be some reason why he and those two who rode with him denied knowing each other. Well, come on, Silver. Come on, Victor. Curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. It was after dark when Tonto joined the Lone Ranger and Dan to report that the balloonist friends had camped near the town of Bagley's Ridge. The following morning brought a bright sky, an ideal day for the big celebration. Townspeople filled the valley, and soon a great table was spread with food. Wagons and horses were gaily decorated, and countless flags waved in the soft breeze. Bill Bagley arrived in his finest carriage, driven by Lem and Snapper, with Maggie at his side. My sakes, Mr. Bagley, just think this is all for you. Look over yonder, they started filling the balloon with hot air. Sure is a mighty big celebration. All for you. Oh, my eye. It ain't for me at all. Because this happens to be Founder's Day. The boys grab onto any excuse to celebrate. Here comes Mr. Bagley. <laughs> you hear him, Mr. Bagley? They're shouting for you. Can't you show you the folks like you? I still got a deep feeling there's something wrong about this whole thing. Well, there ain't. Lim, why did that balloonist agree to work so cheap? Golly, huh? I don't know. He just did, that's all. What's he want from me? Well, why, nothing. He don't even know yet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll rain up here. Well, you can sit and watch if you don't feel like getting out of the carriage. Folks all yell the welcome, and I don't see them crowding around to shake my hand. Oh, they're just busy, that's all. Maybe so. (laughs) As the day advanced with horseshoe pitching, games, and contests, old Bill Bagley didn't leave his carriage. He sat watching and nodding to those who passed. Fine day, Mr. Bagley. Change. Had enough to eat, Mr. Bagley? No. Good afternoon, Mr. Bagley. Chain. Yeah, I wish he'd hurry up with that balloon. I'm getting tired. Uh, he'll be going up in a minute now. Look, it's all filled out like a pigeon's chest. Yeah, it's right pretty. See how excited the crowd's getting. Screened by a clump of trees on a hillside away from the crowd, the Lone Ranger stood with Tonto and Dan watching the proceedings. The balloon's going up any minute now. Gee, this is exciting. I uh, don't see anything of the two men we're looking for. Tonto and I couldn't see them anywhere in the crowd. Maybe they didn't know the balloonist after all. Then they camp in ravine. Why them go there? Oh, it's a good hideout if they are planning anything. They could take a shortcut over the hill of the road to Crescent City. Look at old Mr. Bagley in the carriage over there. He's sure interested in that balloon. Do you mind if I ride over a little closer? Go ahead, Dan. Come on. Look quick, Mr. Bagley. It's getting ready to go up. Yes, sir. All my life I've wanted to see something like this. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Let him get his wind back. Men come. Break in house. Robbers. What are you talking about? Lock Chung. Room upstairs. 
Going long time. You mean somebody's robbed the house? Chung Yell, help, help. Everybody here, watch Mango fly. Are they there now? No, gone long time. Long time I not get out. Open big box, steal money. Suffering catch, you mean they cleaned out my strong box? Where's the sheriff? He's over there watching the balloon. Gosh, Mr. Bagley, does he mean they took all your money? Somebody robbed you, Mr. Well, Bagley? Lamb, get the sheriff. I'll whip up the horses. Let's get home, quick. Somebody robbed Mr. Bagley. Robbers at the Bagley home. It's all Bagley's money. Oh, the golly. Bagley. Come on, big... Oh, Victor, oh, boy, steady, easy, fellow. What's all the excitement, man? Mr. Bagley's been robbed. Somebody broke into his house. That's what the Blueness friends were doing. Do you think they went back to their hideout? I don't know. Me go there and look for fellow. Wait. Huh? If the Blueness is in on the robbery, they'll plan to meet him when he comes down. That's right. I'm going to try to keep that balloon in sight. Steady, Silver. Do you think we can keep it in sight? I, I can try, Dan. It's a calm day. The balloon isn't going very fast. It'd go to Crescent City. I'll do the best I can. Tato, you and Dan see if those other two are around. We look in camp in Gulch. What if we find them? Don't make a move. Just keep them in sight until I join you. Come on, Silver. In the excitement of the robbery, the balloon was forgotten. Some of the picnickers rode with Bill Bagley. Others raced ahead toward town. But ahead of everyone dashed the Lone Ranger. Come on, Silver. Traveling like the wind, the Lone Ranger rode parallel to the balloon that drifted overhead. Meanwhile, Dan and Tonto reined up in the gulch where Jake and Pete had been camped. Oh, oh, camp. Open it. The camp was empty. The recent occupants had gone. They must be crooks, Tonto. Uh, that's right. They've cleared out. Shall we try to follow their tracks? We stay near till the masked man come back. The Lone Ranger had set his course by the balloon that floated overhead. It traveled on a wind so gentle that Silver's steady lope kept pace in the direction of Crescent City. At the edge of Crescent City, two men watched the approaching balloon. Dare was right about the way the wind had take him. He should be. He sent up test balloons all morning. Yeah, just the same, Pete. He knows his business. Then he'd better drop in that parachute. If he waits much longer, he'll be carried to the other side of Crescent City. He knows when to drop. Yeah, sure he knows where to meet us? Yeah. You know, Jake, he could forget to meet him. This cash split two ways would mean a lot more. Can't afford to double-cross him, Pete. This game's too good. We can work it in some other places. Huh. Where else is there a critter like Bill Bagley? There don't have to be anyone like Bagley. We can clean out a bank as easy as we did Bagley's strongbox. <laughs> Nothing like a balloon to draw folks away from town. There he goes. He's cut loose. There's the umbrella opening. Good. Now we can get to the hunter's cabin to meet him. Come on. Get up there. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Dump the saddlebags onto the table. We'll divide the loot, and then I'll go into Crescent City and take care of details concerning the balloon. You got the best of this deal, Dare. Ain't no one could ever tie you up with the robbery. You had a thousand witnesses to an alibi. Well, you two weren't even seen in town. You're in the clear, too. This is a slick game, boys. We can do it again. 
I doubt that. Put it, Eddie. I'll show you. Oh! Anyone else want to try gunplay? Why, you are coyote. He'll get over it. What do you want? Bill Bagley's money. Oh, a cut, huh? No, all of it. You see, it'll have to be used as evidence against now, you. Now, hold on. You ain't turning us over to the law, are you? That's the plan. I'll pick up that money and we'll see the marshal. Though it was nearly midnight, Bill Bagley's huge house was ablaze with lights and filled with people. Oh, Mr. Bagley, I never saw you looking as happy as you do right now. Why shouldn't I look happy? I never had such a house full of friends. Why, doggone it, Bill? Me and Snapper always at the touch was nothing but a cussed old stick in the mud. And <laughs> you're human by ginger. Bill's all right. Blast your skinny neck, Lem. You never treated me like I was human. Well, you was rich. That is the trouble. You wasn't one of us. <laughs> no, sir, you was just a rich old critter that lived alone. Well, now that I'm broke, he ain't afraid of me. Is that it? Uh, no, there ain't anything that you can do for us. So we ain't afraid to be friends. You can't accuse us of skulking around hoping you mention us and you will. Well, of all the damn blasted... <laughs> Maggie, every one of these people came here tonight because they wanted to. They didn't come because they figured they'd get something for it. They just wanted to. I've always tried to tell you that you'd have friends, but you was always so gosh awful suspicious. <laughs> well, I, I never, I never. Oh, there's the cook signal, and he wants to speak to you. I'll go see what he wants. Your rheumatism, maybe I'd No, Now, you mind your own business. I ain't time to think about rheumatism. Hey, Bill, we're a four-minute quartet. Uh, Come me, on, sing. Uh, uh, be there in a minute. Let me get in there. I can sing. Well, well, what's up, Chong? This man at door. This wear mask. You see? You mean to say a masked man wants to see me? This way, please. Why didn't you bring him into the party? Shucks, I've got an open house for everyone. He's there. Good evening, Mr. Bagley. Well, well who in thunder are you? Why are you masked? I came to tell you that your money is safe. What? Yeah? Yes. Two men were working with a balloonist to steal it. Well, of all the dog... Where is the cash? The uh, Crescent City Marshal has it. He'll bring it here tomorrow. Oh, uh, by the way, he'll need your statement to use against the thieves. Oh, look, look, mister, whoever you are, yes? couldn't I stay broke for two or three weeks? Stay broke? <laughs> by that time, I'll have made these folks such doggone good friends that they'll keep being friends, even if I'm rich. There, wait. Oh, listen to him. You hear that? Those are my friends. Now, if I had about two weeks... <laughs> Judging from what I hear, Bagley, you won't need two weeks. Adios. Wait, hold on. Don't wait. Well, I never say, Sean. Who in thunder is that, gent? It's good friend, eh? Good friend. A friend. <laughs> yes, that's it. Chong, ain't it great to have friends?
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated.